At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and brought to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Of Earth. Can you show us the way? Of course. No! From a distant galaxy, they have come to Earth. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. He-Man. Welcome to Pulp Commentary. I'm Mike. I'm MB. MB, what move were you watching tonight? Oh, it's a special one. Yeah, I assume, anyway, because it's one I haven't seen, but you have, and you're... God, you're excited for this. I'm giddy. You're you're very giddy. The movie that we are watching tonight, and this... I have to mention, completely random suggestion of you, but I went for it in a heartbeat. Nearly Thanks. 24 hours yep. after just saying, we should do this, we're doing it. Yes. That's how much thought goes into pulp commentaries. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 1987's Masters of the Universe. By the power of God damn. Grayskull MB, we are doing commentary for the Dolph Lundgren starring Masters of the Universe. One of my favorites. We have the movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. This movie stars Dolph Lundgren. Frank Langella and Courtney Cox. Yeah, it, it's 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 one of those. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, when you say it's one of those, it like exemplifies one of those. Because good lord, eighties cheese just in your face. Just just canon films cannoning all over your face. It's beautiful, and it's so weird because it's like this movie was made. Before a cartoon show really exists, like this is based, like you were telling me, this is based off the toy line. Primarily off the toy line. Like, I mean, the cartoon was already big at the time and long running, but yeah, stories are mostly based off the toy line. I mean, it's still really nothing to do with He-Man, but you know, still. They were, I mean, I mean, they basically made stuff up as they went along. This is the 80s fantasy movie version of the Masters of the Universe, and it is glorious for it. Unfortunately, it's also a canon film, so it has no money, so it's primarily set on 80s Earth. But still! I mean, we'll get a couple scenes that aren't in suburbia. And this is Meg Foster's other role, other than They Live, so... <laughs> That's pretty I cool. Let me let me ask you a question. Which came first? Ah, uh, they live when it came first. So yeah, this is probably the reason she quit acting. Hey, she plays a hell of an evil Lynn. I love how there's a character in He Man called Evil Lynn so much. Nothing makes me happier. Well, I mean, God, we we're dealing with a franchise where Man at Arms comes into fruition. And Beast Man makes an appearance, but Sadly, no, no Orko. 
Yeah, Nor- Orko's replaced, which is actually not a bad thing, because it's Orko. Yeah. But without further ado, we are paused zero seconds in. I will count to three. After I say three, we will press play. Are we all ready? And by the power of Skull, we will watch this. God help us all. One. Two. Three. Cannon. Cannon. All of the epicness of the goddamn cannon logo in this. That's way $3,000 of their budget, which is a lot for Canon. That was actually just made of pure cocaine. Golden Globus production. You know what's that Canon documentary uh, one day? Do Electric Boogaloo? I'm going to watch that so bad. Dolph Lundgren. Frank Langella. I love how this is still Frank Langella's favorite film role. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. They have the castle. I mean, it's a matte painting, but still, they have the castle. Fuck yeah. Fucking castle grade skull, motherfuckers. It's so beautiful. To think, this movie could have been good. It could have been. And it's just not... It's amazing. It's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> the rip-off Superman. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, would you expect? It's, it's a Golan Globus film. I mean, I guess that's true, but... You're goddamn right they were going to use the Superman intro again. The Superman intro and a Superman theme. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we turned on, like, Superman 4, Quest for Peace, and this was the same opening. It's actually the same universe. Gene Hackman somewhere. You know, it's it's actually, as far as, like, 80s fantasy movies go, it's still cool to see, like, this is, like, the lost 80s fantasy movie. Yeah. Because there's so much weird 80s fantasy stuff in there. I mean, it's terrible, don't get me wrong, but... Oh, I know, I know. Because there's a lot of, like, as we were discussing beforehand, there's a lot of Jack Kirby influence in Masters of the Universe for some reason. Which is a great idea for, like, a movie adaptation. Oh, yeah. And it totally shows. Like, there is is some Kirby-esque things going on, but... God, I, I can't wait till you just watch that the budget just go away over the course of the, Yes, just boom, explosion for no reason. Just so bad. Oh my god. Yes. They don't even really they don't they don't bury the lead at all. Fuck no. I, I like how all of his goons have assault rifles. God, that fucking the, the Skeletor staff and his robo hand for some reason. And his Darth Vader theme. I want to walk into a room at some point and just say, Report, Evil Lin! Speak! Here comes your favorite shot from any movie.
<laughs> I'm so happy right now. Frank Langella. Just that is Franklin Jella and base being Skeletor. I love gritty reboot Skeletor, though. You have to appreciate that. The Skeletor with pathos, with lines written by Franklin Jella. Seriously, he wrote some of his own lines. Yeah, he was so far into character. I think he wrote some of the most arch lines in the film. That man was Dracula. And future Perry White. I want to walk into a room and say, Evil Lynn, activate the hollow spears. <laughs> if we keep doing that, you're you're gonna have a like a head count. Look how many Skeletors are going on right there. What? Why are there three of them? Because he is that goddamn arch. <laughs> That's the He-Man intro. Yes, just, just him back. standing. God, he looks so unimpressive. It's amazing. I. I love how that was his, I can't believe that was his intro. I also, I like the, with the subtitles on, just Dolph Lindgren stand, like turns around and dramatic music playing appears at the bottom of the screen. He looks so confused. Like he was getting a lot stage direction elsewhere. He still looks like it's. Why am I in this also, movie? What? Did he teleport from like one mountain to the next? Yes. I love him just boredly going into an action scene. Oh, guys to fight. Yes, I've done this many times. I like their Vader helmets. This is so ridiculously 80s. I'm so not into this that even my sword fights more than I do. Man-at-arms. Oh, man-at-arms. Who still somehow manages to kind of look like man-at-arms, so it's actually sort of impressive. To be fair, it's man-at-arms. You can't really... Oh, God, this is the replacement for Oko you were talking about, isn't it? Yep. Oh, Tila. Willow. Can I? Gwildor. You know, I. Yes. I think all the budget went to that little midget's makeup. 
definitely didn't go into the sets. More rocks. Oh, wait till we're just in a pizzeria somewhere in middle America. Wait till we see Gwildar's... That key costs $8 million. <laughs> wait till we see Gwildar's fucking keytar of eternity. Hey, audience, do you remember Yoda? Well, hello, Tila. Look at Lundgren just... Just sweating. Just covered in oils. Natural Lundgren oils. Here it comes. There we go. Damn it, Tila, stop reading things. The Cosmic Key. Why would you call it the Cosmic Key? That's just begging for it to be taken by a supervillain. Like, most supervillains actually have a Google alerts for the word cosmic just to see if anything's pops, if anything pops up. Like, the fact that we mentioned this already has Doctor Doom, like, on our, on his way here. Yeah, I'm fucked. Like, Galactus is going to invade Earth tomorrow, and it's going to be our fault. Well, I knew that was going to happen eventually, anyway. I'll just step off, Tila. I just accidentally made this thing. I'll wait till we see him get down. How can I know this thing that looks like a gun would be used for a gun? Wondering, <laughs> don't speak. Please don't speak. He was originally going to be dubbed over. Oh, they're going to pull a Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. But Lundgren put in this contract that he couldn't. Oh, God. I mean, if he were speaking in, an, in a German accent or, or a Russian accent or, like, any sort of accent, it would work. I really do... Damn, Tila's ass. I do really do love um, Skeletor's copyright-free Stormtroopers, though. With their conquistador helmets of yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah, dark helmet, essentially. There's a lot of copyright-free stuff happening around us. Like, that, listen to that score. I just love the way this movie stumbles into its own plot within the first ten minutes. That hair is spectacular. Like, just, you come across this guy, he tells you he has a portal, and then you run into an adventure. It's like a 30s comic book. Also, I'm pretty sure there were more Masters of the Universe characters than Tila, Man-at-Arms, and He-Man. 
Like two more show up, but yeah. Wait till we get the blade. He uses swords, MB. <laughs> Hence the name, Blade. I thought you literally admit like Wesley Snipes lookalike shows up. I like her crystal hair there. Must be a bitch to sit down. Imagine just performing everyday tasks with crystal hair. It would just get heavy and cumbersome after a while. Like you try to do laundry, you stick your hair, your head in there, it doesn't fit. I don't know why you're sticking your head in the laundry, but I love characters just well, you saying do your, you do things your way. I, I do. Them. <laughs> I like characters just talking in space fantasy talk. What's a trope? Weirdly, I want to start talking like that. May the great doorway of the cosmos <laughs> cook these eggs for me. Skeletor must have, like, 60 different grand entrances in this fucking movie. As he should. I still wish he walked in with his with his cartoon Skeletor voice. Oh, hello, ye man! Well, what's it with you? He's my own! What was with 80s cartoons and all the villains having really high-pitched voices? Yeah. I don't know. Like, Cobra Commander, it made sort of sense because he was a snake-based dude, so he would have, like, this really weird... I'm sorry, I was taken off guard by Angela acting. It's beautiful, isn't it? But why did Skeletor sound sound like Skeletor, overlord of evil? Like, what? that's not intimidating at all. Wasn't Mumra basically the same way, too? Mumra had a bit of a deeper... Mumra talks like this. The Mumra was also an old, feeble man, so I mean... Like, Skeletor was just kind of the leftover idea of... Cobra Commander, essentially. Skeletor, like, whenever the 80s villains get together, Skeletor is kind of just left off to the side. There's no extra chair for him. Oh, you'll... Uh, you'll mind? Look, look, I, I know I, I'm not exactly Lex Luthor over there. I, hello, Lex. I, uh, but still, I do run Castle Grey Skull, and I... I, I, you, I, you can, you can, you, over Eternia. Yeah, yes, we, we, we know you can pull over a chair from, from the other t- table. Just, just, just ask them. They only have three people sitting there. They have, they have four chairs. Just, just pull one over. But, uh, I, I, uh, I mean, I tried, but they wouldn't, I, they destroyed the chair. They vaporized it even. I, Listen, I mean, we, there's, there's probably a booster seat if you just ask the, uh, listen, Starscream, can you just, just hush over a little bit and give, give Skeletor a little bit of room? I mean, I, look, I, 
you try asking Bizarro for a new chair and see what he does. I mean, I tried to do that backwards speak he's so fond of, but <laughs> I, I, I can only get so far. I mean, it, it's like talking to a literal brick wall. See, this is why Skeletor is not invited to the 80s villain dinner parties. All he wants is a chair. Just in the All middle of wants... fucking Applebee's making a goddamn scene. Cobra Commander's I, look, trying was... to offer him a goddamn booster seat, but he's not allowing it. Because, you know, everything's got to be fancy for Skeletor. Fancy for Skeletor. Just sit your ass down, Skeletor, and have a goddamn Frito. Jesus. Look, look I was told that there would be baby back ribs. I... I mean, I don't get I don't get a lot of fancy cuisine in Eternia. Meanwhile, a fucking planet is there, voiced by Orson Welles, telling Skeletor to sit the fuck down. We already ordered. Well, look, I mean, really, does does Freddy Krueger have to be here? I mean, not not to look, no offense to you, but you you exist in the dream world. <laughs> Sit your Freddy, ass down, fruitcake. Uh, okay, well, I guess I'll sit on the floor. I oh oh god, I this hasn't been vacuumed very well as a whole, has it? Uh, did, it, did anybody <laughs> give me a drink? No, nobody got me a drink. Skeletor. <laughs> not Skeletor. So Pentor wishes to know who CC'd Skeletor in the email. That, um, that would have been me. I, it was an accident. I was part of one of those chain things and... And, you know, things just happened. I would have, I would have RSVP'd it myself and maybe taken away some of the more unsavory. Oh, good lord. I just oh. want everyone to know that I was the first one to say Skeletor should never be invited. I just <laughs> want, no. This is why you interrupt. This is why, Skeletor. You had your chance. You talk like that while I'm right here. It's it's very... Well, you know what? No one invited you. I I got the email. You heard Lord Vader over there. I, I mean, I get that it was a mistake, but still, I mean... It's not that we don't want you here. It's just... I I thought you said we didn't want him here. I'm trying to break the ice. My apologies, Master. I mean, it seems to me like I'm not particularly wanted here. Still, I did come all this way from, you know, Eternia. 
<laughs> I love how just incredulous Skeletor is. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really ask for this. He, he just wanted a nice night on the town and, you know, breaking away from He-Man and what He-Man does. Yeah, you know, all also, those things is, He-Man does. Why, why is there a cow on the screen? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm completely lost interest in this movie, like, in the midst of it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's, you know, it's it's really not hard to do that. Hey, Courtney Cox. Man, she's hot. You're going to peak in, like, the late 90s. You realize that, right? <laughs> Jesus, man. I mean, I'm, I it's true. And I'm sorry to all those Cougar Town fans, but... I'm trying to think, like, would Skeletor be the only one uninvited, or would, like... Oh, I'm, I'm sure... Prince Lotar, like, also be... You know, turned Lotar would be pretty annoying. I, I can kind of see. Well, I mean, would you really invite Jason or like Michael, like the ones who don't talk? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that would get that would get difficult after a while. That said, I was like, I could totally see like Ghostface. I mean, he's not eighties, but. You know, he could he could call them, and they, it could it could be like a really funny gag. <laughs> so they keep him around just out of like they don't really like him, but he he, he provides a couple laughs. He lightens the mood. Yeah. Like Jason comes in, and he's like covered in like just swamp residue and just mud, and he's he's he just kind of sits down and he breaks the first chair because he's so huge. Oh, it is hard to do a, a table of 80s cartoon villains, because they all have the same goddamn voice. Even the deep voice ones all sound about the same. Oh, yeah, they're all trying to be Darth Vader. It's, it's kind of it's annoying. And, like, Meg, I mean, Megatron is, like, what, what do you really do with that? Hey, Taylor. Taylor's back, everybody. Now they're in the 80s. So this took an afternoon out of a lot of people's lives. If I remember correctly, my mother took my brother to see this. In the theater, and like the the air conditioner was broken, so it was like ninety degrees in there, and the power went out. So it was a hellish time at the movie theater to see this thing. So no matter what, it would have been a hellish time at the theater. Question: Did your brother like the movie? Well, that doesn't even make sense. Um, I mean, I think he was, you know, extended at the time, so.
God, this movie's terrible. Is then they eat a bucket of chicken. <laughs> I just imagine, like, elsewhere, He-Man is, like, at an arcade. What, what, what manner of sorcery is this? Why is there a tiny yellow man in this? Sir, why is there a tiny yellow man in this machine? <laughs> why is he forced to eat marshmallows? Sir, I need to rescue him. I was always confused by this. Like, they didn't eat animals on Eternia? Well, to be fair, it's like they had weird animals like Battle Cat. And even if they didn't eat animals, like, she didn't understand where meat came from. God, if only Battle Cat appeared in this fucking thing. Meanwhile, in an 80s film. Remember that concept art from a couple of years ago from that Masters of the Universe movie they were going to make where it's like Battle Cat was like this huge, awesome looking thing and it's like they it. had some locate, like they had Castle Grayskull art. And... I think I still have the script to all that concept art laying around. Because they were going to do it there like in 2007, like really hardcore. Warner Brothers was going to uh, finance it, release it. And then it just has gone through weird stages of development. You see, the main problem with the He-Man movie is the main character's name is He-Man. Yeah. That's, that's true. That is a, that is a hurdle to go over. And you call it Masters of the Universe and it's like, it's just, you're invoking this. So either way, you're screwed. Oh, that is an 80s outfit he is wearing. Tie, striped shirt, leather jacket. Meanwhile, they find the keytar of the future. Wow, it's a bunch of forks put together. No, no, MB, it's, it's future things, not forks. It just happens to look like forks here on Human World. Oh, God, the first synth machine. It really is. <laughs> Meanwhile. Well, well, hello. I told you every time he shows up. The capes in this movie are spectacular. Do you imagine, like, movie Skeletor every time, like, he's not on camera, it's like he's swishing his cape just in preparation, it's like... Oh, oh, I, uh, I expected something else. Sorry, I thought someone was walking in the room at me. I... Evelyn! Oh, 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 you're here. Fair. So do you think Evelyn was born Evelyn, or she changed her name to Evelyn? Like, there's a long legal process to have her name changed to Evelyn? Yeah. Like, originally, her name was, like, I don't know, Jane, Jennifer, or something like that. I'm also not against the idea that she's from, like, a family of, you know, there's, like, a neutral Lynn, a good Lynn. <laughs> a chaotic evil Lynn. Yes. 
the lineage of Lens. They all kind of died out after Psycho and took all their lives. I just want to say, I have no idea who these characters' names are, and I doubt that's going to change. Uh, 80s guy and 80s gal. Oh, I'd believe what? it. Cosmic power! <laughs> What's that dude's story? <laughs> That's a st- uh, <laughs> He's Arms blue. Evil then I'm bored. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> what play things do you have to show for me? Oh god. Sleet. Jesus, that outfit. Wow, Beastman does show up. Oh, yeah. His, that's about as much as his face moves, though. And then David Bowie. I like how this is essentially the bounty hunter scene from Star Wars, except the other characters do stuff. Wouldn't it be amazing if they just snuck Bossick in here? <laughs> if only. Bossick needs more love. He does. He gets the bum rap as far as Star Wars bounty hunters go. And it's bullshit. I mean, have you seen the other dudes in that lineup? Like, the fly-looking dude? Like, who cares about him? Beastman looks so... Sorry, I have Beastman's face stuck in my head. He looks like, um... He looks like a repurposed Calibos from Clash of the Titans. Like, they just found that costume and added hair to it. I was thinking, like, more of a, like, mid-transformation Wolfman. Kinda, yeah. Oh, God, we're getting to the pathos of Courtney Cox. David Arquette got into that pathos first. Oh, no, a boom tube! This weirdly is the closest to a New Gods movie we've gotten, hasn't it? Isn't it? Pretty much. Oh, God, he looks ridiculous. That fucking helmet of hair. Fucking beast, man, with his unmoving face. Beastman, no! Hold your shit together! <laughs> I'll kill him for father! <laughs> I 
I like Beastman just pulling a gun. What if these were all, like, originally supposed to have their own horror movies? Like, there was totally going to be a Blade movie? You joke, but I, I'm sure these are repurposed from somewhere. I oh, for God's sake, how hard could it be to catch Courtney Cox? I've done it. That was a weird weekend. Yeah, but, you know, at least I got that stint on Cougar Town from it. Beastman, no! I like how this is the introduction for the four villains of this movie, which is being defeated by Courtney Cox. Them just bumbling around a high school stadium. Like, do you even need He-Man at that point? Not really. Beastman just got defeated by a teenage 80s girl. I heard a cry for help. I'm going to jog leisurely. Do you think He-Man was incognito there? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm Prince Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I like how his voice gets all high. I'm Prince Adam. Oh, what is going on? I, I'm totally not He-Man. I, oh, I, I forgot to, I forgot to change. Uh. Uh, He-Man. <laughs> Why any of this? I'm sorry. Right. But... I'm not a rapist. I just look like one. Yes, yes, crying to my large tits. <laughs> Oiled and just right there. I cannot get over that helmet of hair. You know, I lost Star Wars character. God. I just want to say, look at the location of these characters, and this is a... Sci-fi fantasy film. This could be a strip mall. Like, if this wasn't a licensed property, this would have ended up on Mystery Science Theater. And let's face it, there's probably a Rift Tracks. Probably. Uh... You're falling for the old He-Man shuffle. <laughs> Every time He-Man just keeps taking these guys' guns. Just carry around a goddamn gun, then. Jesus. You have a sword far mightier than a gun. It repels laser fire. Meanwhile, Beast Man. Being razzed by Beast Man. <laughs> I like the statement, meanwhile, Beast Man. <laughs> Have you Blade? 
Spike blades like ear knife thing. I, I thought it was like it was meant to. Well, not meant to, but it 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 in my head it was like that's kind of a nod to uh, Orion or something. Like you you mentioned, like the Jack Kirby inspiration. I can see that. That is definitely like looks, a it looks, Kirby design. It looks more like the Flash, but without the cowl, so it makes no sense. Do you think he tried to tries to use those as weapons though? Whip his head around. Are you saying he tries to, or? I like to think so. Our four villains, ladies and gentlemen, running away. That uh, that was Septim's well spent. You're safe, tiny girl. Please take off your pants. I love how it's an 80s movie, so music goes into it somehow. This is our male co-lead, ladies and gentlemen. As far as I'm concerned, the only lead is Langella. And his co-lead is his cape. That goddamn cape. Pretty much every time Skeletor is not on screen, this movie is really not worth watching. Wow. Rotoscoping. It's a series of goddamn tuning forks. Look at this superimposed lighting. What? Why is this scene even happening? I... Could you imagine seeing this in a theater? I... If I had spent money, I would have wanted it back. And this was the 80s. Like, you you paid $2 to get into a movie, probably. Meanwhile, I love how they're just laying down in garbage. Like he, there. This is a scene of He-Man, like relaxing in garbage with Courtney Cox talking about the cosmic key. And it's Dolph Lundgren speaking, so it's only half intelligible.
No, not Carl. He was the best of us. I don't know who you are, but... I... I've seen things. Yes! Look who it is. Because it's an 80s movie. He has to be in here playing a dick. Playing Bullock, essentially. Who is it? Like... I always just remember him as the principal from uh, Back to the Future. I don't remember his name, unfortunately. I don't remember his name. He looks from like I swear I've seen him in other movies, but why does this look like like it should be like at any point Knox should walk in? Can I have a chain? Let me just double check. James Tolkien, that's it. He played, uh, you just, we just, we just showed MB Dick Tracy. He played numbers in Dick Tracy, actually. Wow. By the way, Dick Tracy, great movie. This movie, not so much. Hey, this movie is spectacular in just the worst way. It was amazing to think we were 40 minutes in and nothing has happened in this film. Hi, Tila. <laughs> Tila, hi. Why didn't Dolph Lundgren ever um, guest star on Friends as He-Man? <laughs> it's in the same universe. Like, he just comes over. It's like, I, look, funny story, but we uh, we lost the Cosmic Cube again. <laughs> Like they, one of them walks in wearing the turkey head, and he laughs their head. God, Friends was a terrible show. <laughs> That's literally all I know from it. Uh, my, uh, Matthew Perry. That's all I got. Chandler. The Skeletor playing a Game Boy? Oh no, that's fucking evil. <laughs> Look how you mistook a woman's head for a <laughs> well, video the, game. She, the back, the, her, like her from the backers is so mechano looking. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, it did look like a um, machine of some sort. So weird. Wait, what were they doing? You know like, what they were doing. Oh God. I do love, if you consider, like, Langella filming, so far, Langella has just been in a perfectly okay movie. He's actually acting. He's putting effort into acting. That's what kills me about this, is that he he whispers during the scenes. Like, it's not like he's just doing a screaming bad guy. Langella. He's trying to do a villain with pesos. Or or pesos. I mean, he could be. He could want pesos. to spend some money down in Mexico. Good. I mean, <laughs> like the beast man's makeup just makes him look like he's in pain all the time. Uh? 
Well, to be fair, he was probably inbred. I imagine he is in pain all the time. Beastman's not inbred. I like how much offense you took to that. Be, be, that's just, that's just, he's just a beast man. It's in the name, it's, MD. It's... Karg, oh. no. He was my favorite. I like how him being named Beastman to you doesn't imply that he was inbred. He's just a man that's a beast. He's a beast man. Let's face it, he was made from the product of beast and man. That's why he's beast man. Beast man wants forgiveness from Daddy Skeletor. I, I told you, beast man, don't call me that. It, it really freaks me out. I, I, look, I claim no ownership over you. I, I have too many children of my own. I am not uh, your daddy. I am Skeletor, oh, my lord of evil. And daddy? No, beast man. I am not daddy. Now go to your room, or, I, I didn't mean it like that. I... You see, this is what happens, people, when He-Man is not here. Beastman wants bedtime story for Daddy? Beastman, how old are you? Like, 36? Beastman just wants love. Even Lin, get, get him a... Uh, uh, what do you drink, like, fruit puff? Fruit tang, something, just get him something and get him out of my throne room. Just get elsewhere, just elsewhere, way, way. In so fact, we... take him out of Castle Grayskull, I don't really want him around anymore. Take him I... to Snake Mountain. He would fit in at Snake Mountain. Beastman, no like Evil Lin. Evil Lin mean to Beastman. Evil Lin is evil. That's the point. It's in her name, Beastman. Evil Lin not good, mommy. Okay, this is getting weird. Uh, I we... should really not employ retarded animal people. Uh, should we... Evelyn, Evelyn, come here. Uh, should we... Uh, maybe we should... Uh, together this uh, problem? I I don't know, I mean... But I'm usually dealing with a man who's, who wears a loincloth. I, I have bigger things to deal with than this. I, I don't even really want to be on Eternia. I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, other than Evil Lin, what do I really have here? Sure, I have a bitching base that has a giant skull on it, but... Other I mean, than that... I, I mean, I, I... You try inviting women over here when it's just a skull place and there's... There's not even a refrigerator. I mean, we we grow crops. 
There's a garden in the back. Did you know that? No one only ever asks what Skeletor does on his day off, but trust me, I do a lot. Uh, you know, I I have my hobbies. It's not all just trying to capture the power of Greyskull. I mean, it's most of it, sure, but I, there are things on the side. One cannot live in one realm. I mean, tell that to He-Man with his adventure this and adventure that, but... Sometimes I just want to sit back and chill and watch some Netflix. Have you seen Orange is the New Black? I I quite enjoy that. I like our Skeletor. He's personable. He has a lot more going on than people give him credit for. Oh, wait, we passed it a while ago, but I really like Evil Lynn's fucking... Um, uh, time viewer. Like, I want to just hold up a screen and then see Dolph Lundgren as He-Man battling <laughs> Space Samurai or something. You're just peeling back to that time that he filmed the scene. <laughs> just him complaining between takes about how fucking stupid this movie is. <laughs> You know what annoys me about Dolph Lundgren? Is you can't even do dumb jocks jokes with Dolph Lundgren because he's a fucking genius. It pisses me off so much. Yeah, he is like, he, he does degree in something. He's what, a chemical engineer? He has a PhD. Like, so you can't even do that with with Lundgren. Like, you can do that with Schwarzenegger. You can do that with Stallone. With and Van Damme, I'm, obviously. I mean, with Stallone, even, it's like, people have said he's way smarter than people really give him credit for. Well, he he he's, you know, he has a writer to fall back on. So you can't complain. So you can't do too much. Like, you can, you can pretty much make fun of 90s Stallone. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he'll he be the first to admit that he made a lot of bad career moves. Lundgren, though, is like, you can't, other than being in shitty movies, you can't fall back on wow. making fun of him. I just want to comment on Retro Burger King. You like that? <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here, Beastman! <laughs> Get out of my house, Beastman! No one invited you! <laughs> Beastman wants to make Daddy proud! Mommy Lynn, yell at Beastman! Blade is off to the side, consoling Beastman. It's okay, buddy, it's okay! There was blood in this movie. This movie's That's a weird common. thought. Mommy then uses that color on me, too. I just... We are... Jesus, that was dark. We fucking are watching 
villains of Eternia go through cardboard boxes. <laughs> Jesus. It's the most canon thing imaginable. <laughs> Oh, you get all these fucking cool fantasy 80s outfits, and then they go through cardboard boxes in an apartment. It's like, it's like what we would do with a budget. Pretty much. Like, we invest in this amazing, like, Darth Vader suit, and we just have him walking around town just doing stuff. I like the lights on the collar that light up his neck. To what, entice a vampire? You know, this is the first time I've ever got that Evil Lynn's name is just Evelyn with a hyphen in the middle. Uh, uh, uh. I like how that was just parked outside the whole time. Nobody noticed it. It's Detroit. Is this based in Detroit? I just made that up. I actually have no idea where this is based. (laughs) America Town, USA. Okay, I don't care how far away they were. How did they miss that flying off? No, they weren't even far away. They were, like, 30 feet from it. I wonder if anyone was here. Wait, is He-Man driving a car? I think that was man Oh, oh, oh. You know, no matter who was driving, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Courtney Cox drives it. You don't know how to drive, Courtney Cox. This is a bad day for Kevin. He's he's only bleeding from the mouth. It's not bad. She gave me a violent hand job. It hurts so much. Beastman was there. Why does he man have his arm around her creepily? Do you even need to ask? Here, remain pressed against my body. You are not the male lead, sir. I'm really bothered by how tiny that fridge is. It's a pretty tiny fridge. And why the one pepper magnet? Jesus Christ. Comedy! Ha 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 ha. Freeze frame. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Look, Kevin, I fell into an 80s fantasy film, okay? It happens. Look, we. Did you see the Teen Witch Girl? I have my own life outside you, Kevin. Kevin, I love I just, you very much. I just realized her jacket is made of blue jeans. Like, literal, like, it has the tag and everything. 
eighties. Their fucking pink car. To the heat mobile. I love the idea of her asserting her independence by declaring she fell into an eighties film. You gotta have that put into the thing. You know, it, it's, it's an everyday circumstance where He-Man, Tila, and Man-at-Arms, and... And Courtney Cox. And Courtney Cox, and her... And Kevin. Kevin. I love how inconsequential fucking He-Man is in a Masters of the Universe movie. You know, couldn't they have just gone with Orko? What if, I mean, same diff. She can't see Orko's face, so what if say budget? Yeah. Can we just talk a minute about the fact that this movie was made using what they were going to use to make the canon version of Spider-Man. When <laughs> that didn't work out, they just split the budget into two movies. This and Superman 4. The quest for peace. And it does not show in Superman 4. It shows more in this than it does in Superman 4. That's saying a lot. The thing, because of Superman 4, this movie takes place in 80s America. Fucking man-at-arms' helmet. Nuclear Man was made from what could have been Eternia. And some of Dolph Lundgren's DNA. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, think about it. Sometimes I mistake the dude who played Nuclear Man for Dolph Lundgren. You do that, too? So I, this, so I have this mental image in my head of Christopher Reeve fighting Dolph Lundgren on the moon. That'd be kind of amazing. I'd like to see that. Someone has to have done fan art of, like, doing the, the Superman cover where he fights Muhammad Ali, but doing him fighting Ivan Drago. <laughs> so I'm sure someone had to have done that. And, like, it's the Reeve Superman, too, so it looks like him and has, like, the same costume. Or him fighting Rocky, at least. That'd be amazing. God. Like how we're talking about Superman, because this movie is just not interesting enough. Well, I mean, until it gets back to Eternia. Right now, I mean, there this, this scene takes place in a fucking music store. It's a Masters of the Universe movie. And once again, He-Man is just using a gun. When I think He-Man, I think gunfighting. I, like, I love how Lundgren's firing it like a five-year-old fires a fake laser gun. <laughs> also, they gave Tila nothing to do. It's not true. I mean, 
She ate chicken? She did eat chicken. She did eat chicken. She questioned where meat comes from. She has that weird thong thing. Oh, yeah. Who played Taylor? Chelsea Field. I'm going to go on a limb and say she wasn't in much, because I've never seen an overheard of her. Uh, Vamp, I'll look. Uh, okay, these are just stormtroopers. Like, the more you see them, the more obvious it becomes. Like, this is just black spray-painted stormtroopers with different helmets. I... Even Tila looks confused at this plot. And Tila's never confused. Tila saying Kevin is weird. Ironically, <laughs> she was in something, but it's uh, kind of in jokeish. So I'll tell you after the commentary. <laughs> I mean, you could say the name. She was in Richard Stanley's Dust Devil. I'm sorry, you you cut out there. She was in Richard Stanley's Dust Devil. Wow. Small world, huh? Yeah. I actually want to see Dust Devil. So do I. So we just talk about a different movie because this. With the crazy 80s cop who doesn't believe what's going on. He is Quentin Lansing hard. I also love how his jacket is like three times too big for him. It's an amazing jacket. I'd wear the fuck out of that thing. No, Courtney Cox, don't fall for Evil Lynn's advances. What is happening? Uh, stuff to fill out a runtime. I just wanted to um, state again, we're in the back room of a music shop in a small town. We are watching a cop raz a teenager over a gun. In a Masters of the Universe movie. That is happening. I would like to restate, there is a gunfight going on in the next room that they cannot show because it costs money. But I guarantee you it is happening. And now Courtney Cox is having a moment with her mother. Her dead mother. In a He-Man movie. Also, I like how she just leaves the room while her brother, her, her brother, her boyfriend's being assaulted by a that, cop. That would make a wrinkle for this movie, though. Her boyfriend is also her brother. God, Gwyndor is fucking brandishing a gun. He has had enough of this bullshit. 
Everybody back the fuck up! Wildor's taking goddamn control. Look how easy she falls for this plan. They just want to rule the universe, my dead parents. God damn it, Monica. This is exactly why what Ross had to deal with all the time. What did you think? These are our heroes. Beastman did things. <laughs> like how distraught she was by doing that. It's like, no, you tone it down, Courtney Cox. God, this movie's bad. It's, uh, it's something. Yeah, that woman took the key. You didn't just hand it to her. I pretend to be your dead mother. Meanwhile, these characters are still in the film for some reason. That was another 80s thing. It's like the weird B characters. That for some reason exist. Yeah, just stuck around like way past the scene they were introduced in, which was their only point. Like that constantly happened in 80s movies. It's a weird trope. It's so pointless. Oh, I do love the idea of the movie focusing around this cop character. I liked it. If the entire movie took place from his POV, it'd be great. It'd be like a weird take on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He's kind of a Looney Tunes character. This is the environment evil Lin's in, walking past a fucking shoe store. You stroke those tuning forks. <laughs> if I had a nickel. Also, I don't know if you agree with this, but is it me or is He-Man's cape ridiculous? Yeah. And this like, movie, it's like, this movie it's is like a dress is hanging off of him. It really is. This movie is full of great capes, except for He-Man's. Yeah. It doesn't look particularly. They didn't do a good job on his cape. Looks it doesn't look right. Never quite looks right. Oh shit! Boom tubin. Boom boom tubin. It sounds like the name of an Adam Warrock song. Actually, I was thinking like it's a new like <laughs> sub <laughs> sort of video site. Boom tubin. The surfboards. God. Just... Wait, Skeletor comes to the 80s? Yep. They couldn't use the uh, the set that long. <laughs> I'll say you were right. Literally every time he appears, he has to have this dramatic <laughs> moment. 
It's like the, every time he appears is the first appearance of Skeletor. It's awesome. The space science. Skeletor on parades. Oh, don't mind us. We're we're just going to a McDonald's. Yes, I. It, it, no, no, I, I, I don't want an apple pie. Can I just have a small soda? I'm having a bit of a craving. Uh, uh, make it a sprite. I don't want to go too insane with it. Beastman, what do you want, Beastman? Happy meal. And one happy meal, please. Thank you. Uh, do you, uh, Beastman, do you want chicken McNuggets or, or what do you want? What do you want? They have a variety of things. You want those apple crisp things or, uh, should it, be a, should it be a should it be a boy's toy or a girl's toy? I I I don't know I, what you are, frankly. I, and I don't want to look. I know your name's Beast Man, but I, I I don't know if that's in the uh, kind of humanity genome sense. So I, th- let's just go with a standard meal. I I I I'm very uncomfortable with that conversation. Anyway, how much is that? Twelve. Na- now that's overpriced. Can listen? I'm overlord of evil on Eternia. Do I get some kind of diplomatic discount? Uh, what? No, I don't want to speak to management. I just look. It's a yes or no question. So this is why they. Okay. This, this is why I don't employ teenagers and my round table of evil, but. Can I, okay, I'll just pay. Beastman, hand Daddy his wallet. He's he's not actually my son. He just only listens to commands that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break the the moment up, but it's Dolph Lundgren only. Yes, <laughs> or he's just on top of a car. Oh God. <laughs> Flying in. It's glorious. Make way for Dolph. This is how I do it on Eternia. (laughs) You upset mommy. Meanwhile, the parade of Skeletor is still going on. Look, look, you you guys didn't have to uh, accompany me for this. This is it's kind of getting awkward now, and I really have to run to CVS. Can this thing go any quicker? We've made it ten feet in fifteen minutes. I mean, the food is getting cold, frankly. <laughs> so stupid. Oh God, he's upside down somehow. This is the kind of action that was reserved only for, for Highlander 2. I just want to say, He-Man hit somebody with a sword and they exploded. It's the least shocking thing I've seen today. 
while on hoverboards. Tila looks so fucking paranoid in this film. Just always looking around. It's like, does she have PTSD or something? Probably. I mean, she's a war veteran, technically. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? Hello there. (laughs) Literally every time he appears. This fucking... Your conversational Skeletor slowly rises up behind you. <laughs> I'm looking for directions to Maple Street. Can you point me in the right? Is it east? I, uh, look, look, I, I'm not from this part of the neighborhood. I, I come from Eternia, as you no doubt know, being Eternians and all. Hey, Snake Mountain got name-dropped. It was cut from the film for budgetary reasons. Actually, I do think think they built a matte painting for it. That was about it. Doesn't show up, though. (laughs) Skeletor hanging out in the background. I don't want anyone to get violence. I'd like you to meet my temp crew. They're they're seasonal, but they do the job. Do they do the job well? Oh, Evelyn, I got you an apple pie. I didn't. I don't know if you you like those. I don't even know if you eat. Frankly, your your origins are a mystery to me. So I've been keeping it warm between my thighs. It's it's still toasty. This one really was Skeletor's low point, though. Like, his skull's not even white, it's just covered in cocaine. I like to think this is his misspent youth. <laughs> like, oh, I, it was a different period of my life, I... I didn't really have any values. <laughs> Angela's having such a good goddamn time. How could you not enjoy playing Skeletor, though? How is this? How is Frank Langella in this movie? That's a better question. How does he remember this movie fondly? Because he is putting in a goddamn performance. And as good as his makeup is, it still does look like he has melted cheese on his face or something. It is strange. Well, it's just amazing where it's like, look at his no-nose nose. Like, he has no nose painted onto his nose.
just Tila just being there. And Tila's there. I don't even have to change him. He's already dresses like a slave. <laughs> Just have to get rid of that dumb cape. I mean, Skeletor really. out. Oh, this is awkward. This is taking a while. Hold on. I'll be gone in a minute. D- don't look. I'm just pretend I'm gone. Ah. Uh, uh, the, the mechanism appears to have stopped. I think there's a stick stuck in it. Can Beastman go down there and remove the stick? I pretend I've made a dramatic exit, all of you. All right, I'm going down. Thank you, Beastman. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, the Lord of Evil I am. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, it stopped again. Oh, Uh, I... I I guess I counted my chickens before they hatched. I, why? Can can someone just open up the portal on me and I can just get the fuck out of here? Uh, you know, I know I badmouthed it earlier, but I'm starting to miss the old cave and the old castle grey skull and the power of Eternia at the palm of my hand and all that. I miss the dude with three faces, I'm going to be honest with you. I know, it seems like a stretch, but... Eh, it beats this. This middle-class suburbia. Jesus! Well, we're gonna have to amputate. Sorry, Courtney Cox. I like how this movie still has like 20 minutes left. Actually, it has like nearly 30. Like We haven't even gotten to Skeletor's final transformation. Oh, by the way, MB Skeletor has a final transformation. Oh, I know. I've seen. I've, I've seen photos. It's glorious. You haven't lived until you've seen uh, Frank Langella battle Dolph Lundgren. Wearing that outfit. For the power of a gray skull and the freedom of Eternia. <laughs> Tila just said, What is it, Kevin? All right. Ha oh, oh, ha, comedy. Well, well, Tila did something, at least. Yeah, she got that going for her. Why are they listening to Kevin? I don't even know. Oh, great, you can remember music.
Gwyndor's fucking pancake cheeks really freak me out. A lot of things about him really freak me out. As Tila continues not to do anything. Oh no, not the keyboard. Not the keyboards! Suddenly, Kevin is the goddamn hero of the movie. That was another weird 80s convention, is that the random white dude from any universe, no matter what, it, what like, no matter what setting it was, well, it's always weird when it's like, the key to saving the universe isn't from the main character, it's from one of the side guys. I like how they just have everything on that. Wow, look at fucking Man at Arms' ass just out there. Jesus. Skeletor strut, 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 strut. Skeletor strut, 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 strut. <laughs> Bitches leave. Ain't no thing like a skeletor thing, but a skeletor thing is evil. <laughs> was just a little bit of a song I was working on. God, look at Skeletor's outfit. That is an arch motherfucker. This is Grayskull! Sorry. All of his lines are so <laughs> out of place for this script. <laughs> I think stuff like that is the stuff Langella came up with. He mistakenly thought he was in a real movie. <laughs> he really did. The Sword of Skull, which He-Man never uses. Yeah, he's got a bit of a gun thing going on. I don't know what's going on with you. All of his techno sword holder. You decide to leave your pants on for now, but... Hey, I mean, once Evil Lynn comes back into the picture, who knows? I hope you're her power bottom, because she's into some stuff, I'll tell you. I mean, not that I would really know. I'm mostly bones, so I, I, I actually don't even have a rectum. Just kind of falls out. It's weird. 
Anyway, that was a little glimpse into uh, my life. What will we do? Oh, yes, I, I'm becoming an all-powerful god who will rule over eternity. I get very distracted sometimes. And Blade, do you have the Hydra logo on your chest? Oh, no. <laughs> Not the laser whip. <laughs> <laughs> Not that poorly animated laser whip. Evil lens into it. Why is Blade the one using the whip? Because he has to do something, then. Beastman wants in? Beastman would just hug you to death. It's pointless. Beast... Tila, I swear to God, if you do not calm your fucking tits down, not everything is a fucking enemy. Black Widow is less paranoid than you. Oh my God. I just want you to know, in a Master of the Universe movie, a Casio keyboard is the most important thing in the universe, and it saves us all from the demented fury of Skeletor, the overlord of evil. And it is all to save the life of Courtney Cox. And that is a marketing tie-in if I have ever seen <laughs> Hey, kids, you want to save Eternia? Go with Cassio. For the power of Grayskull! <laughs> <laughs> the commercial just cuts off. <laughs> like how Courtney Cox is essentially the main character of this, and she still does nothing. I love how Skeletor is unnerved by this. I thought this is like, suddenly we're in a sequence where He-Man is the main character of this film. Like Skeletor and He-Man are like this storied pair of enemies that have had many adventures, many clashes, according to Langella at least. <laughs> With his vampire teeth. And then you cut back and then there's a Casio keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two pieces spliced together. Meanwhile, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not too fast, though. We still have time to kill before we have to use budget. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I've been <laughs> talked to by a fucking hologram of Franklin Jella's Skeletor, telling me he was going to receive the powers of Grayskull and become my god. Listen to me, Mike. This fucking. I need you to. I need you to put down the controller. <laughs> Take away your sunships. 
<laughs> Papa Skeletor? Oh shit, he's opening the Stargates! <laughs> There's a Stargate in this. Of how euphoric a Beastman is. Beastman thinks this is beautiful! Oh god, is it beginning? He's getting cosmically high right now. He's like, he's, he's essentially smoking the cosmos. As I say, as he says, I am part of the cosmos. <laughs> My hand looks so weird right now, you guys. Is anybody seeing this? It's just, it's like it's coming at me. Look at it. It's just coming at me. Evelyn, you are positively radiant. I, I never took a shine to you before. Frankly, I'm asexual, but... I don't even have balls. Even if I'm usually into it, I couldn't, so... It actually works out, but right now you are just ravishing. Beastman! Beastman, my boy! Come sit on Papa's lap. Tell me about your day at school. Your fur is so soft. Oh, it's like a... It's like a lion's pelt. It's amazing. It's like a, it's like a carpet of dreams. Evelyn, come feel this. Oh, oh, God. Jesus. He Look looks ridiculous. He has Look a costume my... on top of his costume. Look at my Galactus helmet of stupid. You cut from that to freaking... For some reason, I'm just... Like, I love the idea of asexual Skeletor... And He-Man dresses like he dresses because he's trying to break Skeletor of his asexualness <laughs> by attempting to be as as sexually arousing as possible at all times. Like he's trying to cure him. <laughs> like in actuality, Eternia is really oppressive. Oh no. No, don't don't have the other characters invade the good movie. God damn it. The good movie where he's wearing a golden It's better than the other thing. I just realized he's totally gold aring. He really is. Yeah, that is a Jack Kirby as fuck helmet, though. He looks like all father. He does. Oh, fuck. I am just not wielding the power uh, scree skull very well, am I? 
I like how, if you consider the the course of this movie, about an hour has gone by since it started. Like, all this entire movie takes place over the course of one lazy Saturday afternoon, like Saturday evening. It's so weird to think that Eternian soldiers are affected by bullets. <laughs> We only have we only have <laughs> armor for lasers. <laughs> he man. Wait a minute, that didn't hit blade at all. Oh, I just realized this is a movie where He-Man never says by the power of Grayskull, right? No, doesn't not as far as I remember. And he doesn't say he has the power. He doesn't. He doesn't do really any He-Man things. No, not at all. He barely has dialogue. Look at Franklin Jello flowing with cosmic energy. <laughs> if I had a, <laughs> this is a sight to behold. Is this a gun? <laughs> well, I really didn't do anything. Not at all. It didn't land on anybody. What a dramatic, pointless moment. You know, I'll evil Lynn's just getting the fuck out of there. Skeletor's <laughs> doing nothing. Relax, dude. It's in your cause. It's in your thing. Whatever that thing is. Oh. Oh, he does say I have the power. Okay. I don't remember that moment. At least they did that. Uh. I mean, a broken clock is right once a day, right? That is or true. Twice a day. The twice was for Franklin Angela. This dude played Dracula. <laughs> and now he's having a sword fight with Dolph Lundgren. Also, I like the How lights going the... out. I don't know. Is that just in every Franklin Jello contract? Like, there has to be a weird light strobe scene? <laughs> Pretty much. Also, it helps hide the fact this isn't Franklin Jello doing this fight, but... <laughs> It's actually the guy playing Blade. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> they just gave him a part as as a thank you. Like an entire role where he does nothing. No, you broke the staff. Fucking Skeletor with the power of a gray skull is about as powerful as normal Skeletor. <laughs> He's just a lot more electrical. Assassin! Why did you just ha- why did you use the sword in the first goddamn place, Skeletor? 
I like to rock the staff. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he goes out like the emperor, just in slow motion. No, no, I do not accept this. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. What? He didn't even, like, get thrown in or. No, he Nothing just stumbles happened. in accidentally. To be fair, to be fair, that is the most skeletor death of all time. No, I tripped, and he just falls to his death. (laughs) Not even that, like, I'm just amazed at the lack of anything that was shown in that. Like, their swords clash, and then he's just in the pit. (laughs) Suddenly he has a wife. I love the ridiculous. Who is that? Who is that chick? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like how in this universe, that was the last, that was the one and only time Skeletor overtook the power of Grayskull. Tila so Tila just turns around and starts killing everyone. <laughs> There's a loud noise. Oh, God, that dude's eyebrows are fucking incredible. He is man at arms. He really is. That's not a hand signal. I love He Man's uh, gold outfit now. So let you know, still that know you'll never measure up to me. Once again, just oiled up. Yeah, Jesus, he man, it's not even that hot in there. Oh guys, gonna use the tuning forks again. Take it out. That movie, this movie, this movie is almost over. And I feel like nothing happened. Well, because nothing really did happen. Just some 80s stuff. Now that is just Lundgren's crotch just staring out at you. Boom, Tubin. What a depressing note yelling? to end on. What was she yelling? Send me back from before my parents died. Then Kevin pulled her in before Gwildor could hear her. Well, technically, I do think they do, but... I don't remember. I don't care about this ending or these characters. What is she wearing, anyway? Little house in the fucking... A curtain? So wait, face under back in time, and the movie didn't happen. Or is she is, still is like? Is that really a is that really a bad thing, Mike? 
Let's... Or she, that's true. Or is she still like dying from the poison that Skeletor gave her? Yeah, let's go with that. This is just a death, like a Jacob's Ladder death rattle. Yeah, all that like battle and stuff, like that never actually happened. Like Skeletor actually still has He Man captive. Why are you going outside in your pajamas? <sighs> oh god, that guy I saw earlier. <laughs> I wish you were he man. This is the note this movie is ending on. Jesus Christ. Do you think Courtney Cox sometimes just wit? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. You think Courtney Cox well, it has two of them. Yeah. Do you think Courtney Cox wakes up in like a cold sweat sometimes, just dreaming this entire movie beginning to end? It's <laughs> probably why David Arquette left her. Jesus, man. I mean, I agree. I don't know why I'm being so harsh. I don't know why I'm being so harsh to Courtney Cox. I mean, I don't have anything against her. She was fine in the Scream films. Yeah, uh, her star did fade, though. No, I mean, that's not really. I wouldn't say that's really necessarily her fault. I mean, I mean, compared to the rest of the cast, I mean, she's doing pretty good. Then she's doing pretty good. Huh? Yeah. I mean, the David Swimmer just stopped existing. And the world is better for it. Special designs by Mobius? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this movie. That's the most impressive thing about this movie yet. Oh, wait, it's over. The most impressive thing are the ending credits. Look at all the people who made this thing. All the people who are around thinking they were making something really cool. You know, every time anybody bemoans the current comic book movies, I want to just show them this. <laughs> this is what you could have. Maybe let Age of Ultron off the hook once in a while. <laughs> you could have this, you spoiled brats. Look at the Casio keyboard. Could you imagine, like, a Batman... Uh, yeah, like a Batman movie where it's bookended with scenes in Gotham City, but then you have, like, the Riddler and the Penguin in, like, an 80s small town. Like, Clayface shows up. <laughs> in really bad makeup. What could you think, like, I mean, the budget came from a Spider-Man movie, like... Oh, oh, God. Peter gets transported to a world where he has no powers. But he's still running around in the costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just shooting guns at people. No, not even, like, lasers. 
It's actually just bookended with scenes from Spider-Man the Animated Series. Yeah, pretty much. For Mr. Lundgren. <laughs> the best credit ever. Drama coach? Speech coach? Well, he is Swish. Swiss. Swish. <laughs> like a cape. Yes, like a cape. Which he wore as He-Man. I just want to say this is a um, sort of the universe movie where Purple Haze is in the credits. I just feel like that's important to point out. Somebody, what is your opinion on Masters of the Universe now that you finally watched it? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was, um, no, it wasn't even was, it was, uh, it's not worthy of was, it's not worthy of the distinction of being a was. Why did you make me sit through that? Like, I really hate you right now. Do you like the freeze frame on Skeletor? I mean, I, I will be back. Don't, don't you worry. You can't keep a good skeleton man down. And the sequel to this was going to be called Master the, Masters of the Universe Cyborg. And the Earth would have been made a post-apocalyptic world by Skeletor. If you can't tell by the title, the script was repurposed for the film Cyborg. Because when it came to canon... Nothing went to waste. They could not afford that. And this has been Pulp Commentary for Masters of the Motherfucking Universe. I've been Mike. I've been MB. And I've been Skeletor, Overlord of Evil. I'll be back! And please check out my new project, Skeletor, Around the World, only on the Travel Channel. I get knocked down. But I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get up now. But I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Fishing the night away. Fishing the night away. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a cider drink. He sings the songs that remind him of the good times. He sings the songs that remind him of the better times. Oh, Danny boy. Danny boy. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down, I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. And that's that. It was nice of you to save Relay, Mr. Skeletor. I am not nice. Now, stop that! Do you want me to hold him? Eh, no, eh, no, no, we'll go faster if, uh, if I carry him. But, uh, tell me more about this, uh, this Christmas. Well, it's a wonderful time of the year. Everyone has lots of fun. You mean they get in fights? No, no, they have fun. Fights are fun. I like fights. And you give each other presents. And when you open them, they explode, right? No, they're nice gifts. Nice? Doesn't sound like much fun to me. A snow beast! Quick, get behind me!
about a snow beast? Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. There are a lot of issues that plague the comic book community at large that are really never kind of addressed. I think what the three of us really wanted to do was do a show where we explore all of that. And by the very hand of Odin himself, we now have <laughs> the seed of this podcast. Marvel's Odin. Does DC have an Odin? They must. I don't, th- I don't think it. so. Let's go with, like, Image Odin. Look, look, DC has Hercules, so he has to have something. Who doesn't have Hercules? Spawn. He has Angela, who's like Lady Hercules. She is, she is kind of Hercules-like. Can we still yeah. legally say Spawn has Angela? Have I just gotten us in trouble? Well, now that she's Asgardian, I think it's it's fair play. So. Hey, she's not technically Asgardian. Yeah, but she's Asgard's assassin. And she has like a weird new haircut. Have you seen Angela's new redesign? Look, we can get all into the pathos of Angela on another episode. That was just a little taste of graphic novel. <laughs> 